0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special edition of Behind This Mic, where I have with me today uh, my dad, Luis Escoto, my first mentor, really, my first leader, my first pastor. Um, I've gone a lot of places in my life, and I've ministered in many different churches, uh, but it always brings me back to the place where I first learned And that was Ebenezer, now Way of Life in Phoenix, Arizona. So shout out to them. Phoenix, Arizona, you might want to check it out. It is an amazing church still. So today we're going to talk about uh, various themes of leadership. So I'd like to introduce my dad today, Luis Escoto, Reverend Luis Escoto. I am Tess Escoto, and um, just want to ask him a few questions today, and hopefully this helps you in your leadership journey, I'm sure it will, as we just talk about um, his early days in Phoenix starting a church, maybe some other things as well, but whether you are a part of a church organization or not, you, you will capture some things today, I really believe it. So, listen closely, and if you have any further questions for him, you can always email us at our website, which is uh, rocks. That is R-O-C-K-S. So, Dad, welcome today. Well, thank you. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad to be here
0: Um be to Thank you, Dad.
1: Say a few words.
0: Um, so, we've been visiting in Seattle for a while, and really... The themes just have come up my entire life. I've always asked you about the way uh, that you organized the church, uh, the way the church came to be, but I think it's good to memorialize it and kind of commemorate it and confirm it um, so that people can understand not only the people associated with now Way of Life Church, it was Ebenezer before, but so that people maybe won't go down um, the incorrect paths uh, so that they can choose wisely the first time um so i guess what was what were what was really the thing that brought you to phoenix in the first place uh, to open up a church
1: i believe it was the calling of god i think we always speak about callings of god and uh, it was before really you were born that i saw a vision of a city in silhouette I waited for about 10 years till we moved from San Jose to San Maria, California. And that's when it became uh, more obvious because there was, of course, that move of the Spirit of God. And I believe that the Spirit of God calls you and will make you understand that you have a a work to do uh, to lead a a people in the way that he
0: wants. Well, I think you said something very key there to lead people in the way that god wants that's
1: exactly
0: not in the way that we want and um you know i've heard the stories before you know of you know particularly the church that you had left prior to that um and you know how god ministered to you and said you know what those people needed you and that has always impacted my life in fact i've told that story to several people to assure them and say you know stick with it stick with the call that God has for you and continue on because you don't know your place in it but God knows your place in it now what do you have to say about continuing leadership when you know God has put you there and you know just continuing it no matter what yes
1: it's evolves because what is happening is that uh, God is speaking to you and at the same time you have your education that you had you know with college well, Bible school and many great examples of how God dealt with them and I think the image of the word of God that God calls and, and utilizes you to lead people uh, to a place where you don't even know just even the next step but when you see it, you're able to organize and process it and and develop the way the Lord wants you to do it. Of course, that's a matter of prayer also. And Prayer is one of the great uh, things that happened in my life because of the past examples of my own pastor who never gave up in leading his church. So Frank Romero was a great pastor to me. And his leadership helped me to understand Values and principles, and what it makes, uh, what causes a man to lead people in spite of everything that you have to go through.
0: So you're talking about something really interesting—the values, the principles. What were some of the principles and the values that you saw in Brother Frank?
1: In my pastor, you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a life of prayer, and also when God begins to use you. Ask the Lord to keep you humble. Be humble before God.
0: Okay, so from my outside observer, um what are some concrete things that you did at first when you started you know the Phoenix Church or when you arrived there with, you know, my mom and myself? Uh, what's one of the things that once you knew, hey, I'm gonna start a church, and this is step number one
1: well step number one is to let the leadership know that I had a calling there and even though uh, maybe they didn't understand it all because who understands when God calls a person that you want them to work with you but at the same time the the impression that God that God has given you is that you have to start a work that that's what he called you for and when that happens uh, you start preparing, of course. And finally, you find that place, that land, where, uh, where we got afterwards with five and a half acres, and then uh, the things started to unfold because every step that God gives you is, is a firm step. And once you know what He wants, you just go ahead and organize and deal with it and, and make of course concessions at times because you don't know everything and of course I sought counseling from people that I knew like my father and mother-in-law very wise people it was like Ilaris, and they gave me some great advice many times and at the same time there were other people who had a a, a word for me of counseling that they thought would help me and I, was, I would always listen to them because the, uh, you need uh, to know what others know to make yourself understand more. So it's not just about you.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think one of the biggest things that I see um, as, you know, a leader myself and in other leaders, one of the biggest lessons is that you don't know everything. It's hard because especially when you're younger I think you feel like I need to know everything Um, I can't show a crack you know um, and and people tell you that sometimes I think they give you the wrong counsel and they say oh you know if you show weakness or if you show um, that you're vulnerable or that you you don't know everything you know the sharks will just come out of the water and and then they'll destroy you they'll destroy your ministry and I've never believed that Um, and I'm sure I got that from you and my mom You know, you can listen to someone even if they're not right.
1: That's correct. Because input is good, and you have to weigh everything before you make a great decision that involves other people. You're always looking for the welfare of the church and not yourself. Uh, We're called to be servants, and I think that's one of the key words. You're a servant
0: thanks for joining us today and behind this mic your feedback counts please message us if you have any ideas and if you like our content would you please visit the apple podcast page on your phone or in itunes and review us we're working hard to get your five-star approval behind this mic we'd like to thank gig productions for sponsoring us today and we'd also like to invite you to join us every week by subscribing. Again, uh, share this podcast with your circle of influence. Interact with us by visiting our website at behind this mic show dot rocks. R-O-C-K-S. Until next week, may you find peace, joy, and love in your world and influence it for the better.